This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you are destined to do what you're doing too. You are ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome, EDs, back to our podcast, Ordained Educators. This is episode number four. Our topic today is living to your highest potential. Yes, we're going to talk about internal inspirations to help you achieve your full potential. Well, we can't talk about that without talking about external inspirations. So a lot of times, oftentimes in the world, we'll find people, organizations, um, agencies that they dangle carrots to get you to do what you do. But those external rewards will never get you to full fulfillment. The greatest reward is internal satisfaction or that passion that drives you. Great people, great leaders. And yes, if you're on this podcast, you're a great leader. Whether you are in a classroom, working with other people, or you are the lead, the school leader, whatever you're called. And great leaders give people a sense of belonging. Think about it. Maslow's hierarchy. It says that self-actualization is achieving one's full potential. So when you get to the level of self-actualization, it's greater than the basic needs that we have as human beings. You have a greater sense. You are self-actualized. You're able to meet your full potential. Therefore, pour into someone else and give them their full potential as well. That's what we're about to talk about today on our podcast. But first, let's give a shout out to our sponsor. This podcast episode is being brought to you by Ubuntu Press. Ubuntu Press is an online website dedicated to teachers, leaders, and homeschool parents. They offer curriculum, that encourages an insatiable desire to grow and develop. Ubuntu Press is committed to advancing education and disseminating knowledge to their community partners. You can find out more by checking out their website at www.ubuntupress.org. www.ubuntupress.org. Ubuntu means I am because we are. Now, listeners, let's get into our conversation today. I am so excited to be a part of this podcast world. I thank you so much for joining us for Ordained Educators. If you're new to the podcast and have not listened to other podcasts, the word ordained actually means to decree something officially. And so you are decreed to be ordained to do what you do. Why? Because you're an educator, one of the greatest people on this earth. 
because you were designed and developed especially to pour into others. And we're so excited to have you on our podcast as we talk about those internal desires today. The wonderful great thing also about podcasting is it's a form of social media that is safe. You actually can listen to your podcast while you are driving, unlike being on the other social media platforms that you have to look at them. So I'm so glad that you are listening to us today. My name is Bridget Jackson, and again, I am your excited host. I want to talk about the difference between a job versus a career versus your passion. A lot of us started out probably in the teaching field and even though it was our desire and it could have been our passion, it really was a job. And we came in and we started and we did those things. And, you know, as time goes on and you evolve and you change as a human being and as a person, then things start to change. And with me, with my life, I actually went from um, being uh, an educator um, in the form of being a teacher, actually it started as a substitute teacher and then a teacher. And then I became a principal. I had some great aspirations for my job and I had some great aspirations that led into then my career. I've been doing this for almost 30 years. And when I became a school leader, my career actually just started flourishing and I loved it. I love what I do. But I've evolved over time. I've noticed that now I'm driven more and more by my passion. Now, I always had that passion, but I'm at a different space in time right now. And so things that I would do in the beginning of my career I no longer will do now because I'm very passionate by what I'm doing. And hopefully you're at that space and that place right now in your life that you are passionately driven to do the things that you are doing and you're satisfied. And that passion for me is so great because I'm satisfied with what I'm doing. At one point, I wasn't satisfied. At one point, about 15 years ago, I contemplated coming out of education altogether. But that passion drove me back and a phone call and a little slap in the face, a little slap in my ego rather, had me change it. I shared this on a former podcast. I'll share real quick. I had interviewed for this job and pressed the socks off the people. The lady said everyone was ready to hire me. They were very impressed. But the stopper was, it was for a nonprofit organization. And they said, I interviewed like an educator. I loved what I did. And they didn't believe that I would stay with the company because I had such a passion for educating. And guess what? She was right. I am still here. 15 years later, driven and more excited than ever. I want you to realize that and to think about that. Satisfaction is so very important. Years ago, there was about 40 to 50%, about 10 years ago, 40 to 50% of teachers 
were dissatisfied with their jobs. Now that number is cut down to about 17% of dissatisfaction. So that means we have really improved uh, in the world of education, but we still have some room and some growth for improvement. Satisfied people stay to continue to do their passion. And that's why I'm talking to you today. I want our educators out there to continue doing what you're doing. Why? Because you are some of the greatest people in the world. You pour into others and we need you. One of the greatest things about educators is that we have, we're drawn by that passion, by that gut. You know, there are great people out there that teach about great leaders. And some of the things that they say about great leaders is they are visceral first and intellectual second. Meaning what comes from us comes from our emotions. Again, that passion, that gut, the heart of who we are, rather than the rational and how smart and knowledgeable we are. If you don't believe me, think about this. There's a saying out there, and actually I should teach this to my staff. People don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. That's so true. If we want to really be change agents and change the world, that's our idealistic view of what we do as educators. Is We come into this, we're going to change the world. And you hold on to that dream. You might not be able to change the whole world, but you can change one person at a time. Whether you work with youth or you work with adults, know what you're doing is beneficial and is valued and is appreciated and it's needed. So don't stop. I was so impressed and so excited. My life goal is, again, to be that change agent, to impact others. And when I went on to see my stats for the podcast, and we've just started this podcast, I'm able to see what type of a device that people listen on, as well as where they're listening from. And we have people who are listening to this podcast from the West Coast to the East Coast, to the Northern States, to the Southern States. And I'm so very appreciative that you have taken the time to come and to listen to us. I love you for it and I appreciate you. So as I was saying about being a change agent, it's very imperative, you know, and how can you be a change agent? Stay your authentic self. Don't change. Don't compromise. Do not allow anybody to change how you are. A lot of times you will stick out. A lot of times is people will make fun of you. They'll laugh at you, but you stay true to yourself and be authentically yours and be excited for the internal rewards, for the benefits that come without having any gain. The self-satisfaction that I am changing a life. It is so very, very rewarding. You know, a lot of people get awards or they get rewards and those are great. But again, you can only get so much of that and that will not drive you. That will give you some temporary 
um, satisfaction, but it won't give you long-term satisfaction. Knowing that you have helped someone else, how great is that? If no one ever gives you an attaboy, right now, I'm giving you your attaboy. But I'm telling you to give yourself that attaboy. We're only competing with ourselves. You want to do greatness. Greatness is in you and you can do greatness. But you got to be able to talk to yourself. You are a change agent. You can do it. Just continue being a champion for others. One of my lifelong goals and one of the things that I think I've done well at over my career is the fact that I poured into others. I love others. And I love those that people say, Mm-mm, they're the underdog. I always root for the underdog because those are the ones that will surprise you. So think about your life and think about those that you influence and think about that one person that could continuously be blessed by your pouring into them or your life. And that's what you're going to go for. I want to make you think about something. If things are coming to you easily, guess what? Step your game up. It's time to level up. If things are easy, you're not at your best. And again, you're not competing with anyone else. So you may be doing something greater or better than someone else, but are you doing better than yourself? So I want to challenge you to step your game up and to level up if things are just easy for you right now. Because change agents don't do the easy stuff. They do the difficult stuff that people don't want to do. That's why they're change agents. So with that, let me give you a challenge. I want to challenge you to do something this week. And I, I really do want you to do it in the next seven days. I'd like for you to do it in the next 24 hours. This has been life-changing for me. So one of the things that I do is I have some affirmations or some affirming statements that I put in my phone and they go off three times a day. And I have one go off in the morning, one midday, and one late afternoon. The first one goes off early, you know, at the start of my day, not when I wake up, because I wake up early, I wake up about 4 a.m. So not at the start of my day, but right before I get started with things. So on my way to work, I will have this affirmation go off. God bless me with a new day. Be positive, smile, and laugh. Now, I'm a very positive person. I love to laugh, I love to smile, I love to joke. But on those days when life kind of grabs you, and things start happening that you don't have control of, it can kind of get out of control. Well, on those days, my phone goes off, that rings, I look at it, and it makes me put everything in perspective. Whatever yours is, you do that. But that's the one thing that helps balance the beginning of my day. Then midday, I have a question that I ask myself. Did I add light to someone's moment in time. So in other words, we have time markers. We have seconds, we have minutes, we have hours in a day. We don't have to wait to the end of the day to reset. We can literally reset or evaluate at any given moment. I put that to go off about midday and the question to myself is, 
Did I add light to someone? And if I didn't, then that's my opportunity to make sure I do. If I did, that's my opportunity to affirm myself and say, add a boy, my own internal reward. And then lastly, I have one go off late evening. By the time it's time for me to get off, I really love this one. At the end of the day, making sure that I had spoken into my staff. And the last one is, I speak life when I meet people. Positivity flows from my lips. So in other words, I wanted to remind myself that I pour into others. And it's a blessing to pour into others. And to remind myself, so if I hadn't, if I didn't think that I was my greatest self for that day in that moment, then it was a reminder for me to do it. Again, if I've done it, then that was a good check on my checklist, my own personal internal checklist. Bridget, you did what you were supposed to do. That's just something little, simple and small. So hopefully you can do that in the next 24 hours. Once again, I want to remind everybody that this podcast is about the internal dialogue. As social beings, we're moved by truths. These truths come in the form of perceptions and assumptions. We make sure that those truths are followed. So I want you to make sure your perceptions or your perceived truths define the world. In other words, we see things how we see things. So if there's a great thing, an obstacle for you, then guess what? Perceive it in a different manner. Change it. For instance, the word impossible. Did you know if you just break it apart and put a apostrophe in it, it spells impossible? Two perceptions. One couldn't do it. The other one says, I can do all things. So which one are you? We're so happy to have you join us on this podcast. Be encouraged. I hope I said something that encouraged you. Share this podcast with others that you think could use just the affirmation or the encouragement. Until next time, remember, you're an ordained educator. You were ordained or officially decreed to do this. It's not happenstance. It is your destiny. So walk in it. I believe in you. Coach me and I will learn. Challenge me and I will grow. Believe in me and I will win. You are a winner.